0: brother here we go welcome to the show brother it's an absolute pleasure and honor it's mine to have you on uh, i appreciate it man across all those seasons um mate welcome
1: yeah well i'm honored to be here man every time i someone reaches out and wants to chat with me i mean i i'm very humbled by it right i'm just a, a you know guy up here swinging kettlebells and you know people <laughs> want to hear what what i got to talk about you know it's kind of kind of a wild thing but um i'm always up to meet new people and reach reach different uh different people and if something i say offends them sorry If something i say inspires them even better you know
0: amazing man exactly you know everybody everybody has many uh pages to their book right and uh we all have different perspective on things and stories to tell and i just think if you create that space for people and uh you know just be open-minded and, and offer people an open arm usually people have some cool shit to say.
1: Oh yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I think most people want the same thing, man. They just want to be judged on their, on their actions, you know, on their character and, um, and, you know, give respect, receive respect. You know, anybody that gives me respect, I don't care what your background is, where you come from, you got my utmost respect. But as soon as you, uh, you go on the other way around, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reciprocate, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Shake hands, peace and happiness. I'm out, you know? Yep. so I'm gonna I'm gonna knock you with a a pretty big question to start off with, uh, mainly because I'm interested in the answer. What's your purpose, dude?
1: Ah, well, I, I it took me a long time to discover that, honestly. You know, um, I spent many a many a years just doing what people do, you know, just being a useless eater, <laughs> uh, waking up, working nine to five jobs. I didn't like paying for shit that I didn't need, you know, just in that matrix, whatever you want to call it. Right. And then yeah, uh, like a lot of people, you know, I, I hit uh, kind of a rock bottom phase and uh, it pushed me on to um, my purpose, which um, I say it on my bio, you know, I'm not, I'm not in this industry that I'm in to, uh, uh, feed egos and build six packs and all that stuff. You know, that's not, I'm not interested in that. I'm, I'm here to build a stronger, happier, and healthier human race, you know, just one hour at a time with people, you know, if that, if that helps them, uh, get out of a darker place, like I experienced, or, you know, maybe they're in a great place and it just makes it greater, you know, it's, uh, it's having these connections with people that, uh, that add something positive into this world instead of just kind of, doing what I was doing before, just, you know, your random ditch digger job that really didn't mean a lot, you know, it was just kind of just, you know, we need that, you know, that's an important part of uh, our, our, our society, you know, but uh, for me, uh, it didn't feed uh, any passion in me doing that kind of stuff. And what I do now, um, I, I love it, you know, and if people can't tell, then they're not paying attention.
0: That's it, man. Yeah, that's it, man. And you've got to realize that, or you got to think about that, in those times where you're like, you know what, maybe I should just do a nine to five or maybe I should just go fucking be a bitch boy somewhere and and just cash that paycheck and and kind of, uh, you know, try and switch your brain off and cruise to the end. Right. But that's not the point. You know, no. uh, we want to get to the end all battered and bruised, right? Skidding around the corner and just thinking, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? That was kind of a that was a wacky ride. Right. And we um, yeah. want to do things that end up firing you the hell up. And uh, mm-hmm. it's always it's always so inspiring for me personally to see people do that. No matter what they do, right? They could be a painter. They could be exactly. like laying tarmac. I I don't give a fuck. Like if someone has got a sk- mm-hmm. skip in their step, you can see it in their eyes. The way they conduct themselves, it's such a beautiful thing, man. And I think people need to do more and more of it, right? Like we we define success, or like historically speaking, we define success as the money in your pocket right but we don't actually ask about that emotional intelligence as well of of, of how happy you are like are you content do you feel joy like do you do shit that you want to do are you passionate about it how's your family life and all that stuff and though if we can redefine that fuck man it's going to be so cool
1: that's right um you know and being a coach over the last 13 years you know i've i've worked with all walks of life, right? Um I've worked with people that are saving money out you know at the yang just to be able to come in and get a session, and then I have people that that money that they're giving to me is just peanuts, you know, and um and I hate to say it, but some of the unhappiest uh, unfulfilled people that I've worked with in my time are they have more money than they've ever, they'll ever know what to do with, man. I mean, it, it doesn't buy happiness, man. It just does not. It's period. It makes life easier a lot of ways, but it you know, it just doesn't. I'm not saying that money isn't something that I'd like to have a lot of, you know, uh, because it, it, it would be easier, right? Doing this job, it, it's a grind, you know, living yep. in an expensive ass city, um, you know, just grinding every day, trying to make ends meet. Um, but again, at the end of the day, when I'm sitting on my bed, I'm not going to be thinking about, uh, you know, the time I didn't spend in a Maserati. You know, I'm going to be thinking about these connections that I made and someone saying like, hey, man, you know, uh, we trained for a year to go on this trip to Morocco. Um, and before we started training, I can barely move. And during that trip, the tour guide had to keep up with me. You know, I mean, that made a difference. Right. And that that kind of stuff is uh it's powerful, you know, um, and it's not a sellout or a cop out for me not wanting to be a multimillionaire and hustling in that direction. It's just yeah. it's just different. Man, I'm a small town guy. I'm a simple guy. Uh, simple things make me happy and, uh, you know, uh, helping make someone's life better through swings and get ups of all things. Right.
0: Yeah, hey, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's pretty powerful. Absolutely, man. You know, I speak a lot about fitness being the catalyst. Right. We, uh, we help people change their lives, right, by teaching them how to air squat and throw a kettlebell above their head. And that's it. You know, we're kind of that guy who rocks up with a baseball cap on with like shorts or trackies. You know, we look a little bit odd in wherever we go. Way too much caffeine has always been consumed. <laughs> right. And then we swear at work. And it's, it's one of those really weird professions. But, I, I think it's so needed because it is that catalyst it's that first domino that gets knocked down and then we got the medical profession right and we got everything else that comes uh, comes after us but we are the kind of like that first line and I kind of see it as like listen guys we got to hold this fucking line you know we yeah. we are we are it's seeing people we're speaking to them you know we're helping them like move around like it this is it you know and then we can then refer on if needs be and and then they've got to do their work, right? we it's our job to take the horse to water, but it's the horse's job to drink.
1: Yeah. And that's the tricky bit about all this stuff, right? You know, I mean, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you get to see a client, um, three hours a week, right. You know, three yeah. times a week, right. Um, and if you're super lucky, they come five times a week, right. You know, um, and that's, that, that's rare, especially, you know, it's not cheap to, to, to take on personal training. Right. Um, but, uh, it's all those hours and they're not with you, you know, you're trying to instill some discipline and, and, you know, and, and all that stuff and that three hours a week, um, that they carry off to the rest of that time. And, um, what is there 164 more hours left in the week or whatnot? You know, what are they doing during that time? Right. You know, so it's, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, a hard thing to do with minimal time to make people make maximal changes, but it's, uh, it's a fun fucking mission to try.
0: Hmm. Here's a question, especially with your military background, that I'm super, super interested in this. What does leadership mean to you?
1: Well, um, I, I would say that's changed many times over the years, you know, as, as different phases of my life. Um, but it, it's if somebody's having a problem within your circle and you are in charge it's you first <laughs> you know it, it's it's taking that um that ownership that what am i doing wrong why is my team not succeeding not fucking billy you know or sally um you know it all starts with you as the leader right and then also obviously you have to be a good follower right you have to to know when to check your ego you, you know you, i mean there's there's times where you can be steadfast on your stuff um but a lot of you have to take input from all angles and you have to evaluate that you can't just be like i'm in charge you know i work for people like that and that doesn't work they get no respect zero respect um you know but the guys that are guys or gals out there that are you know they're like hey that was on me that that we failed this thing here right let's i'm gonna i'm gonna see what i can do to get better and you guys help me help you." you you know um and I think that that's kind of leadership. And I'm lucky to be at, uh, around some really good leaders in my life right now that, uh, you know, that uh, have turned this gym that we're into as a, uh, it's, it's a family, it's a it's, it, uh, bottom line. Um, it's, it, it's like we see people as people, not dollar bills, right? A lot of gyms, it's just like, oh, there's, there's a hundred dollar bill right there. You know, that's a hundred dollar bill right there you know, no, 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 no. We see people that we treat well that want to, um, give back to our cause. Um, which is, which is great.
0: Hell yeah, man. I think that's what we need, um, in the world, right? We need more things that puts the human back in humanity, right? Like we see these, I think the social skills, like the small things, right? The very small things have just been forgotten. It's never mind, a I mean, you're right. As you walk past someone in the street, it's like, well, I don't need anything from them. It's like, it's got nothing to do with give and take, right? (laughs) It's got nothing to do with that. It's, it's just trying to pass something on. If we always pay something forward, like by that very definition, it will always come back. You know, karma. I think is a thing, but it needs everybody to buy into it.
1: Oh yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, I've, you know, I've, I've been a piece of shit in this life, a complete piece of shit, and I've been a complete saint. You know, I've been, I've been both, and uh, the more time I spend on being a saint, the better things happen in my life. The more time I spend on being a piece of shit, the more shit that happens in my life, period. You know, I've been on both ends of it. I've been as high as a kite on life. I've been one step away from the grave, you know, um, so uh, yeah, and I think that helps. Some people relate um, to me as a coach and as a person because, um, you know, uh, oh, first of all, I'm not afraid to talk about it, um, that I have struggles, uh, but also it's like, well, that guy's got struggles, you know, that a lot of times they'll look at a coach or something that, you know, got a decent build, that's strong. They're like, oh, he was just born that way, you know, (laughs) he's got good genes, you know. Not me, man. If I quit working out for three months, I'd be right back up to 250, mm-hmm. uh, miserable. And, you know, I mean, it's, it takes constant dedication and it takes constant consistency. And, and you know, it's not easy to, to maintain fitness, but it's, it's, uh, it's the most self-respect that you can show to yourself uh, um, is taking care of your vessel. You know, you cannot respect yourself any more than what you put in it, how you treat it. Um, that's it.
0: Wow. that I love that. Like the vessel. Why, why'd you use the word vessel?
1: Well, I don't, you know, maybe it goes back to the spiritual thing, you know, maybe, I don't know, but um, you know, this is a gift, man. I mean, mm. um, and I'm lucky I won the lottery and I was born in the United States of America where, you know, where I have endless opportunities to take this vessel and make something of myself. You know, I can choose to eat fast food and, drink a fifth of whiskey and smoke marbles every night that's easy that's fun time doing that right but uh or you choose to take this vessel and you, you know treat it relatively well you you know you give back um my way of giving back is training people um and you respect it and you know it's the ultimate form of self-respect is taking care of your body and your mind which is my hardest part honestly (laughs) you know it's really easy for me to lift weights if i if i spend as much time focused on uh how i swing a kettlebell or how i snatch a kettlebell or how i lift a bar on how do i make my my mindset stronger i would literally be unstoppable you know but uh uh it, it 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 all takes
0: work. All of it. Agreed, man. Like I can and I can also relate to that really heavily. Like um hundred percent. Like like you can throw anything you want in my body, it will break and it will fucking heal and I'll get back up and I'll keep going. I'm one of those dumb people. You know, that will just keep going until you put a bullet through my head and I'll probably get back up again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but with the whole mindset, it's like sometimes you gotta be able to look after that. And and looking after that sometimes looks like taking a foot off the gas, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we yeah. know the 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 benefits of working out for our mental state. Obviously, it's uh it's our positive vice. Right. Sometimes we need to fall victim Mm -hmm. to our vice, but we need to be able to channel that in a constructive avenue rather than a destructive one. Um, But then sometimes you got to take yourself out as well. Right. Because we can push ourselves and try and be that whole, quote unquote, disciplined, dedicated individual. And you've got to be able to be like, all right, am I just grinding myself for grinding myself sake or am I getting something from this and I just don't want to do it? And I'm the first person. I'm definitely the first one of like, oh, I've always been a harder worker. I don't have anything naturally. I'll fucking train three days, oh, three times a day, kick the f- myself in the face, etc., cetera, et cetera. It's like, Alex, come on, man. You can't be doing this. It was like, would you allow <laughs> yeah. somebody else to do that? And I was like, oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd stop them. You're like, well, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and that's like – um, That's one of the tricky parts about all of this. There's a dichotomy to all this stuff, right? Um, You know, uh, at at first, some people, it takes extreme amounts of discipline to get to the gym, right? And then that switch flips, and then it takes discipline to get the hell out of it, right? (laughs) You know, to take a day off, right? So there's these two things that happen sometimes. And then that mindset stuff, um, we're inundated with just all of self helps and all, all these things, right? So... Um, a lot of people, they they decide to get on that mission and, and they take on too much, right? You know, instead of like baby steps, like me included, you know, um, like for instance, starting a morning routine to try and shake up things, right? Um, me, when I first got my morning routine, I'm like, okay, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put my uh, phone in my shoe. When the alarm goes off, I'm going to get off and go walk five miles. I'm going to come back and I'm going to do 50 push-ups and 25 pull-ups. And then I'm going to meditate. I'm going to take a cold shower and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to journal, you know, and then the next thing, you know, you get all up in your head because you miss one of those things. Right. And that, now it's like become the opposite of what you were trying to accomplish in the first place. Right. So for me now, I, my routine, like right when I wake up in the morning, I don't, you know, right when, I, right when my alarm goes off, I have a little lamp by my bed I turn it on. So it hits me in the face. I put on my headphones you know, and then I, I do that. I have that Wim Hof app. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if you know of Wim Hof, the Ice Man, that does all the cold showers and all that stuff. Well, he's got an app, and it puts you through these breathing exercises. So, I go through three cycles of his breath work, and then I do a five-minute wake-up meditation. I go down, I take a cold shower, bam. You know, just start my day with intention. it the three little things, man. You know what I mean? Versus laying in bed, hitting snooze. You know. Picking up the phone, checking out Instagram, getting pissed about the news, or la, 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 you know. um, A lot of people to, to start to kickstart that stuff, they just need to start small, you know, yep. in that mindset game, because if you pick, try and bite too much, it becomes counterproductive, and then you end up beating yourself up on the other end of things.
0: Yep. Yeah, you got to set yourself, like right? The gym. Yeah, you got to set yourself first before the world ends up setting your mindset for you, right? Like, too many yeah. people roll over, and the first thing, it's on their phone, their emails, their Instagram, the Facebook, the fucking tick, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're not even checked in with yourself yet. You don't <laughs> even know whether you're, oh, <laughs> man, I'm so sore. Like, my knees are blown out. And you're like, okay, great. Maybe I ain't going to squat later, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, right. get right. some water on board, move around a little bit, you know, see the sunlight mm-hmm. that's outside. Or if you're up before yeah. it, go see the sunrise, you know? It's like that's just... What I'll be doing tomorrow morning. Oh, I love I, it.
1: Man. I I get up um well, uh, once a week and hike up this trail. And uh, so I'll, t- I'll get up at four in the morning. I'll hike up this trail in the dark. I'll have a little coffee. And then uh, I'll sit on this ledge overlooking the mountain and the lake. And uh sun comes up. I drink my coffee. And then I hike on down, come home, and then go to work in the afternoon. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's the most powerful it's like 10 talk therapy sessions in one hike yep (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) yeah and you know what the funny thing is every time i'll do something like that right um on the way up you you're hating it right you're like this is bullshit why am i doing this (laughs) this is a dumb idea like i'm tired my back hurts like oh what about this and you end up getting through that like mental anguish right you're having a fist fight with yourself it's kind of like you're in the arena of the gladiators yeah. and you're the only gladiator there and everybody's watching <laughs> yeah. you pick the shit out of yourself right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and yeah. then
0: when you get to the top you see either the view you see the sunrise you feel what do you feel and you're like wow okay this is it and when you're coming back down and for the rest of the day you're you're just riding this high yep yep and you've got to be able to do it man like i think self-induced suffering to an extent of course like you can take everything to Mm -hmm. the extreme and we're not talking about that but self-induced suffering is so important man
1: yeah i just started a book today called um the comfort crisis and uh it's basically going into that right you know um we've we've become so comfort um addicted um, uh, with our self-driving cars and our air conditioning and our our food delivered to our house and all this stuff. And, you know, we're just so comfortable and you know, we weren't meant to be comfortable, man, we were meant to go out and hunt and, you know, put on miles every morning trying to eat, you know, and then you go out and you kill something and you're like, well, shit, you know, I'm too far away from the camp, so let's move the camp here because this thing's too heavy, and then you eat, and then, you, you know, you suffer, um, but you get rewarded for your efforts, right? Nowadays, it's there's not enough suffering, I think, you know, unless you say, within reason, you know, like missing a meal, you know, simple shit, jump, you know, but it's just so comfortable that People are creating discomfort in things that don't matter. Mm. Instead of hiking up a hill or saying, today I'm only going to eat one meal, I'm going to feel what hunger feels like. Mm. You know, that way the next time I eat, I respect that food that's laid out in front of me. Yeah, right. I mean, right? You know, or getting up two hours earlier and just taking a walk, right? You don't want to do it, but it's going to help you grow somewhere else versus just... <clears throat> this pancake life is just everything so easy and just catered to me and given to me. And, and I think there's a lot of people that lack a lot of happiness in life because of that, they're blaming it on everything else. But I think maybe, you know, in this book, it's kind of like, I just got into it, but it's kind of uh, verifying my thoughts. I've had over the last few years that, uh, that, yeah, man, you know, we're just, we just too spoiled, you know, we've <laughs> got things too easy. Yep. And, uh, so we, we create problems by blaming somebody else or getting behind politics or some stupid bullshit that means absolutely nothing in the big picture. And you're just putting all your energy into it when you can put that energy into going on a hike or put that energy into taking a week off of work and putting yourself out somewhere that's uncomfortable and seeing how you do, that's your medal or go to a workout, you know, whatever. Just put yourself in something that's outside of your norm. See what kind of rewards you get.
0: Mm. I agree, man. I think it's a form of meditation, right? Just kind of putting yourself in that environment, that internal environment and just having that conflict with yourself. You know, I, uh, I'm a big fan of these. Another reason why, or one of the reasons why this thing is called the nomadic podcast, right? One is cause I'm darting around and I've not really had a base for like eight years. But, um, the second one is I'm a big fan of these like nomadic trips, right? And I call it getting ill. And you kind of get mentally ill to cleanse yourself. So then you come back refreshed, right? Um, There's probably someone out there that can come with a better term, but it's just something I've kind of coined it with. And you just disappear, right? And you do what you got to do. You go on heights, you don't, you sit down, you write, you meditate, you work out, you don't work out, you fast, you don't fast, you do whatever you got to do. You kind of drop off the grid and check in with yourself, you know, check out with the world to check in with yourself and you end up, or oh, the last one that I went on, you end up hating parts of yourself, right? And I sure. think I think that has a really negative connotation. And a lot of people will be like, oh, you gotta love yourself. And I'm like, true. But also you can love something that you hate because usually mm-hmm. polarities are quite close together. Um, so you you kind of kind of kill parts of your personality and parts of yourself and leave that in the past as a past um version of yourself right and evolve and change and grow into something else and you start kind of going through this painful process and this like growing pains right and you you start hearing things you might go to some weird places <laughs> it's going to get odd right just make sure yeah. you're safe doing it of course um yeah. and then when you come back you feel unbelievable and i feel like i go through these periods in every fucking workout I do, like working out is, is who I am. It's part of what I do, like sports, training. I don't care. I love moving around. However, mm-hmm. I'm so nervous and anxious before every workout I have ever done. Like I'm taking five trips to the bar- bathroom just to take a piss. And it's like airs coming out of me because I'm so nervous. Like I want to huh. throw up like it's I don't want to do this it hurts. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. I want to go home. I want to eat sweets. I want to watch telly, you know, <laughs> listen to music. I don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. And I, you'll go through that stage during a workout. And when you finish, you're like, I am now a different person. I have learned from those things that we've had fights with, right. With myself. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's honestly one of the most beautiful things to watch as a coach, if you see in one person or a whole array of people in a room, kind of go through this mental anguish and you're there guiding them through it. And at the end, you give them a fist bump, a high five or a hug. And you just like, well done mate. And you just see it's it in exactly. their eyes. They're like, wow, what the fuck was I that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. did it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I, I tell that to people all the time. It's like, some of my all-time greatest workouts are ones I tried to talk myself out of doing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. If I, if I had to break down my top five workouts out of all these workouts I've done, I bet those five are ones I was like, I ain't sad. Yeah. And then I'm not I doing started that. Warm, warming up, started you know to fight my inner demons, and then get that first ladder going, and then it's like it's on, you know, going to a different place um that's what i love about kettlebell training man i uh it 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 doesn't seem like much and to some people it ain't right but to me it's like the martial arts of weightlifting it's it um there's so much technique involved to do it well right i mean to do it really well you can fake the shit all day like the regular hard style swing you could have 10 people line up and they'd all look down there the same Mm -hmm. but there's one in there that's getting all of it Mm -hmm. because they're fully planking they're using their breath they're using their rooting they're you know i mean so like when i'm working out it's every set that i go up to even though i've done 10 million swings it's like this is going to be the best set i've ever done Mm -hmm. and then i'll pick a goal for that set you know it's like okay it's my glutes i'm going to make sure you know um so during that process i am checked out man i am 100 percent in the zone and and it's uh if, if for nothing else, that hour of that is, you know, uh, is healing in so many ways.
0: So many. yeah, man! I think there's so much benefit for something that forces you to forget about everything else in life, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to hone in on that, whether that's a kettlebell swing, whether that's running. Although you Pain, can whatever, like you say. Exactly, whatever it is. Um, for me, it's weightlifting. You know, yeah. snatching cleaner jerk. Cause if I think about something else, I'm missing a lift. I'm not getting that lift. There is it's no fucking way bad. in hell I'm making that yeah. lift. You know what I mean? So you've, mm-hmm. I think it's so important. We need something, whether it's painting, you know, fucking whatever you got to do, do something that takes yourself out of your own head and kind of mm-hmm. puts you in this like flow state. Right. It sounds really yeah, hippy dippy, but do something no, for yourself, you
1: man. Yeah. And it's you know it's getting away from these things, right? Um, yeah, yeah, That book, like I said, I mean, I'm only a couple chapters in, and he was mentioning something that uh, there's not a lot of self discovery these because we're never truly bored, right? You yep. never have, like you were saying, when you go on these little getaways, you're bored, man. You have no option but to let your brain start thinking, and you can't hide here, yeah. you, you, you know. You, and too many people, man, when shit starts coming up, they just hide here, right? So they never have time to just sit with themselves, be bored and be good at being bored. Mm -hmm. And instead of finding that distraction, sit with yourself. And it's hard, man. Like you say, man, when I sit with myself long enough, I'm on these hikes and I'm out there all by myself. I mean I'm I'm like hitting a trailhead at five AM. It's dark for an hour and a half. There's bears and cougars and shit everywhere. And I'm all by myself walking with a headlamp and just hoping I don't get eaten. But I figure if I go out trying to fight a bear or a cougar, that's that's perfect. But anywho, <laughs> <laughs> during these walks, man, I'm 100% present, bro. I mean, I'm like, Wing! you know, there's no headphones in. There's no phones. It's just like, Shh. I mean, I'll stop and take pictures and do these things because I love the beauty of nature and I share about it because I want people to get in it, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, but in a nutshell, majority of that time is just – and uh, thoughts start coming up, you know, thoughts oh, yeah. about relationships I've screwed up, you know, thoughts about this I've done, thoughts about that I've done, and like you say, it's not about hating yourself, but it's about being real with yourself, oh, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I've had a hard time over the years being a hundred percent real with myself, you know. And and uh, yeah, a lot of finger pointing, you know, she's this or she's that, but you know, a lot of times every self relationship or uh, whether it be a friendship or a, a, a a romantic relationship. Uh, if I really boiled it down, um, a lot of it's on this guy, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, and it's tough, uh, but it's necessary. If you're ever going to get to that point where you can truly be there for somebody, you got to be truly there for yourself um, with no, no, no hiding. You know, that's why I think you know, a lot of times, you know, people that go on ayahuasca journeys and they, you know, they do the psilocybin stuff and the MDMA, you know, and all that stuff where they you know they really choose to get out of their selves and they have to really do some in, uh, internal soul searching um they're getting better benefits than popping um uh ssris or whatever the hell you call those things you know depression meds and all that stuff which i've been on um, my you know for 20 some years right um uh which i'm weaning off of now which is nice cuz i've actually taken some steps um to uh to really conquer these demons uh, especially in the last year but um but yeah if you don't sit with yourself if you don't be honest with yourself and you don't look inward and you're always pointing outward you're never going to get better you know maybe for a day maybe for a month but that shit's going to come back and see truly fight that lion you know it's
0: it's, it's, it's what it is a hundred percent man like i cannot agree with you more there and Like I'm I'm a poet, right? I write things down, I put it in a book and I throw it out there. And if you read it, great. If you don't, great. I don't give a fuck. But this is kind of a a, my own personal journey, right? And uh so I spent a lot of time thinking about these concepts and I genuinely believe like heaven and hell is already within us. Yeah, man. It's like which, you know, and the God and the devil and whatever. It's all, it's that good and the bad demon on your shoulder, you know, the angel and that little devil, it's, it's already, it's within (laughs) you, you know, if every, if the four, what is it? The four most common, um, atoms in the universe are also the four most common atoms within us. You know, we are the universe and the universe is us. We are everything and nothing at the same time. I think if you spend enough time dissecting that and dissecting yourself, you're like, Oh I am not and also the problem at the same time. I was like, well, that means <laughs> yeah. I also need to do some fucking work. You know what I mean? I was like, right, well, mm-hmm. let's do some work then. And you, yeah, man, like it's it's hard to convey to people because it's really hard and you can't be like, here's a five-step process to do and everything's going to be fine, right? Because it's all individualized. You've got to go through it and it's going to take time. Man, it's like you can see the world in a different dimension once it's done
1: yeah oh, i got i have uh my moments of peace and i you know I have my moments of pure hell, you know um but uh luckily over the you know the years i've um turned most of it uh to to the to the peace side right um
0: Amazing. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think there's ever a point where you know you're you're gonna be free of your demons ever you know Fuck no, but, but, you know, you can definitely put them in a cage and uh, keep them locked up, yep. you know, with the right tools, you know. Yep. And it, it's the same thing about like being a fighter, you know, being uh, a military, you know, you, you, you put that thing in a cage, but you don't lock them up forever because when it comes down to it, if I need to, to fight for my life or to turn into an animal, that's a slip of a yep. hat, man. My game is on, you yep. know, but it's, it's, it's learning how to keep that, keep that put away and, and, you know, be a positive light. And uh, if you need to be that, uh, that protector, that aggressive type of person that is still in there, but it's, uh it's not, it's not controlling the day. It's, uh, it's just there in case of a break the glass situation.
0: <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent, man. I think that's what human beings need to be. Like, you know, I think we need to be civilized enough to be able to keep that, behind closed doors but also we need something behind that closed door just in case Mm -hmm. because something might happen just in case you know we can't be these completely dependent living things right otherwise we wouldn't be the apex predator right (laughs) that's right um before zoom kicks us out i want to give you three questions because these are the three questions i always end on right number one what's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received
1: uh, the greatest piece of life uh, I would say I'll try and be quick um, over in mogadishu this I was sitting on this little uh, this little berm, and this old ass marine came over like old, salty guy, you know you can tell this guy's been there and, and back a thousand times, and he sat down next to me and he said he said, son, um, I want you to try and catch as many sunrises as you can <laughs> He because one day it's gonna be the last one you ever see, so you know he's like try and get up before the sun, see the sunrise and and appreciate that shit because that's right. one of the most beautiful things you'll ever experience and uh don't take that shit for granted
0: you know fuck that's beautiful man yeah what's the uh what's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: Suck it up, buttercup you know um it, yeah. it, uh right um uh, that's how I was raised. You know, don't show emotions. Don't uh, don't cry. Don't, uh, don't don't let yourself be vulnerable. You know, don't don't tap into your your feminine side. You know, your nurturing side. Um, just be a just a savage man. You know, um, that's, that that's not the answer. You know, mm. um, it, it you know you need to to be vulnerable from time to time. You need to be strong and steadfast, but you also need to uh, be able to tap into that vulnerable side of of, of yourself. Um, mm. uh, I think.
0: Agreed. What uh? What's three words you'd tell your younger self? Uh,
1: I would tell myself. Um, let's see. Be more worldly. As far as education, everything else is concerned, right? Um, uh, I would tell myself, never quit anything. I quit one thing growing up and it was the worst thing I ever done, you know, um, without continuing to fight on, like never, never quit, you know, be forced to quit maybe, but don't do it on, on, on your terms. Make it be somebody else's right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, number three, um, I guess just gratitude, you know, just, just find gratitude in, in, in even the smallest of things. Um, you know, uh, if you can't find gratitude in what you have, um, you're never going to get what you want.
0: Mm. That's amazing, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Brother, <laughs> it's been my pleasure, man. We should do this again yeah. sometime.
1: Yeah. Anytime, man. i love it. Like I said, man, I'm always open for a conversation.
0: Um, always. Sounds great, brother. I appreciate it so much. And, uh, I'll come see you soon over in the States.
1: That'd be great. I'd like All to do, uh, do the return. I can do some travel.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. All right. Speak soon, man. Thank you. Bye, everybody.